and welcome to the final episode for 2022 of Fine is a Four-Letter Word. So happy to have you here. It has been quite a year, and if you've been listening to past episodes, you know some of what I'm talking about, and looking forward to an amazing new year as well. So I wanted to put together a backup because I'm going to talk about the use of the word want in just a minute, and I just caught myself using it. All right. I am excited to share with you some tips for getting the most out of the coming days, weeks, and months. And that's why I am hopping on here to do this one last episode for this year. And doing it, uh, if you are listening like you typically do for uh, the podcast through whatever your favorite podcast app is, that is awesome. Also doing it as video, going to be sharing a lot more video. I typically record video for all of my interviews, but I haven't been posting them. And that is something that's going to change in the new year. Going to post some video and get some traffic over there on YouTube as well. But you can still keep listening on whatever your favorite podcast app is. Also, speaking of podcast apps, if you've been enjoying the show, I would love and be honored if you would leave a review, talk about something that you got out of one of your favorite episodes or the show overall, that would be fantastic and much appreciated. All right, so on to looking ahead to the new year. First thing I am going to recommend is avoiding resolutions. You hear people talking all the way, all the time about New Year's resolutions. And I think people are starting to move away from that a little bit more than they ever have before. But think about the word resolution. To me, it's, they're kind of like a, like an ultimatum and no one likes ultimatums. So what, what could you do instead? Well, consider instead of making resolutions, And instead of making goals even for things you want to do, ask yourself, who do I, who would I like to be instead of what would I like to do? So you maybe are thinking about someone you'd like to become, someone who, someone who eats healthier, someone who works out three times a week, someone who keeps their promises, someone who enjoys life to the fullest. And then what would that person do? See, here's, here's how you get into what would you do? What are you going to do in the coming year? Who, do you, who would you like to be? And then how would that person act? What actions would that person take and become that person? How do you step into becoming that person? Second thing, eliminate, oh wait, that's the third thing. Let me, I mixed things up. (laughs) I wrote them down and then I moved them around. All right, second thing, what values would you prefer, what values would you prefer to live into? Whatever you'd like to see in your world from others, you have to become that yourself. We can't expect others to act with integrity, for example, if we are not acting with integrity. 
And when I talk about specifically that one, because a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people talking about living in integrity or expecting other people to act with integrity. It's, it comes down to, are you acting with integrity? Not just when you're dealing with other people, because that's kind of easy. All right. Maybe it's a little bit of a challenge, but it's easier a lot of times to act with integrity, do what you say you're going to do when it comes to other people and doing the thing you say you're going to do for someone else. But what about when you're talking about for yourself? Acting with integrity around the things you tell yourself you're going to do for yourself. That means keeping commitments to yourself because like I said, a lot of us keep our word to everyone else except ourselves because we say, well, no one else is going to know. It's just something I, I told myself I was going to do, but nobody else is going to know if I don't do it. But you know. And when you don't keep commitments to yourself, you're teaching yourself not to trust yourself. And you think that's a minor thing. It's actually a very, very major thing. And then it extends. So that's when you start seeing other people not keeping their commitments to you and things start uh, snowballing. Can you, how can you keep commitments to yourself? How can you live in integrity with yourself? And what other values would you like to bring into your, into your world in the coming weeks? What other values would you like to live by? I can, uh, I can put a list, a link to a list in the show notes if you'd like some help getting started on values. That was a topic of uh, the presentation I did for the Badass Business Summit back in September. Speaking of which, this is kind of an aside. All right, we're going to go, we're going to step off this, the, the prescribed outline I had here. Talking, so one of the other things, one of the things that I did last, this week, earlier this week, was write a list of all of my wins for the year. Because if we are not celebrating our wins, we are less likely to get more things to celebrate. You know, celebrate, the more you appreciate what you have, the more you get to appreciate. I, myself, and I'm guessing a lot of people that are around me, not guessing, I know a lot of people who live around me, my friends, my, my clients, don't celebrate their wins because they're not quote unquote big enough to celebrate. Every win is big enough to celebrate. And when you celebrate the small wins, you get more of them and bigger wins. It's cumulative. So celebrate the small ones and they'll start stacking up and then you'll get even more, more bigger <laughs> grammar. And then you'll get even bigger wins to celebrate as well. So I made an entire notebook page and then it went past that of wins. If that, that is something, if you're not doing anything else New Year's Eve, cause I know, you know, we get to this age, we're not out drinking and partying anymore on New Year's Eve, sitting around, what am I going to do on New Year's Eve? Make a list of your wins and then celebrate them with whatever you want to, however you want to celebrate. Uh, and and combine that with figuring out what the values you want to live in, you'd like to live into this year. See, I got to catch myself on that word want. We're getting to that still. Um, 
the values that you'd like to live into. And the reason that came up was because I mentioned the Badass Business Summit, and that was one of my wins for this past year was having the opportunity to speak there. But one of the things that, that I talked about, the main focus of what I talked about was making decisions and within making decisions, how important it is to be aware of what your most important values are and starting from that place. All right, going back to number three, eliminating the word want because it's coming from a place of lack. I want this, meaning you don't already have it. It isn't anywhere in your world. It comes from a place of lack and scarcity. Wanting only leads to more wanting. See if you can replace the word want with I would like to have and believe that what you are saying you want is already here. It's already here it just hasn't made itself known yet. It's a, it's a reframe. And instead, can you think about being grateful for it as if it is already here? Because it is. Whatever it is, whatever this thing is that you want, can you allow yourself the, uh, the space for it to come into your life? Is this making sense? Um, Whenever somebody says, I want, it doesn't promote having. It only promotes wanting. So if you believe that is already yours, even if it hasn't appeared in physical form yet, believe that you it is already here. Let me tell you a quick story. Last week, I was in Cincinnati visiting my friend Jen, and I was supposed to leave Friday evening. But the that big storm, um, winter storm Elliot was coming through, and Temperatures in Cincinnati were supposed to be like 30 below zero with wind chill. Ice was coming, some maybe some snow. Snow was coming to other parts of the country, which was going to mess up travel and cause all kinds of delays and cancellations. So I wasn't thinking I would necessarily that my uh, wouldn't be able to get out because of snow in Cincinnati, but the plane coming from wherever it was coming from, which I think was Chicago, Chicago was already closed. So I, I changed my flight to leave a day earlier. So I'm sitting in the airport at, for the 545 flight on Thursday instead of Friday. And the plane pulls up to the gate. I'm like, yes, okay, our plane is here. We're going. Everybody deplanes and nobody is boarding. It's past boarding time. Everybody's still sitting in the, in the area waiting. And people are starting to look around and go, why aren't we boarding yet? And one of the, the uh, employees, gate, gate employees, gets on and says, yes, the plane is here. However, because of all the delays and cancellations of other flights, we don't have any flight attendants. We will do what we can to see if we can find some, but something essentially said it's not looking good. And a bunch of people got up and went to see if they could change their flight. So there's a big long line at the at the um, the area where people can you know talk to an attendant to talk to a gate attendant to change their flight. I did check on my phone to see if there were any other flights out of Cincinnati that night, which there were not. So the only other thing to do was to immediately go into gratitude. I sat there. I closed my eyes. I put my head down, and whether you want to call it prayer or manifesting. I Oh, I did text Jen and say, hey, they said there's there are no flight attendants. I'm going to manifest some. And she said, all right, I'll work on that too. And she was already driving back home. 
And I put my head down and I just immediately went to gratitude and stayed there for about 20 minutes just thinking and thanking the universe for bringing flight attendants. Thank you for bringing flight attendants. Thank you for getting us home safely. Continuously, just 20 minutes of thinking thinking and thanking the universe for bringing flight attendants. Alternately, with imagining the gate, atten- the gate um, person announcing that they had found flight attendants. So about 20 minutes into this exercise, a flight attendant shows up. The entire area of passengers is clapping and cheering. They still need two more. I go back. I'm still, thank you universe for bringing us flight attendants with full certainty that they would show up. Second flight attendant shows up. People in the, in the waiting area go crazy cheering. And about five minutes later, the third flight attendant showed up and we were on our way. It was a, maybe a total of an hour and a half delay. As we were boarding and getting on, and I was talking with the, the one who was standing at the entrance to the plane as everybody was boarding, and I said, thank you so much for showing up. And she said, yeah, I, I was already here because the flight I came in on was uh, got here, but the flight I was supposed to fly out on was canceled. So the thing is, all three flight attendants were very likely already in the airport. They just had to be called in. Going back to the, the feeling gratitude and thanking the universe as if something is already done. They, whatever it is you are quote unquote wanting, whatever it is you would like to bring into your life is already in the airport. It's already here. It's just a matter of calling it in with gratitude. All right, number four, how can you incorporate more fun in your life? Life is finite. It is not meant to be work, work, work all the time. You've heard the the life is short thing. Yeah, life, I prefer to say life is finite. Life is going to be however long or short it's going to be. What we know though is it is finite. There is an end. We just don't know when exactly it is. Have fun when. This is something I hear a lot too. I will have fun when I lose 50 pounds, when I retire, when the kids go away, move away. No, the time to have fun is now, 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 because now, as you know, now is all we have. You hear that all the time too, but is it really registering? Like you know it intellectually, but do you know it on a a visceral level? And until you do, you are going to be chasing something that you're not actually capturing. (laughs) You're just going to be in the chase for it. So how can you, again, call that in and have more fun this year? Speaking of how can I have more fun, making how can I your default question. I know from personal experience, again, I can't do that because comes more naturally than, hmm, how can I do that? Asking that question instead and bypassing the natural inclination to say, I can't do that or I can't have that because I can't, whatever, afford it, don't have the time. Ask instead, how can I? When you're doing that, you are giving your mind a destination. It's like you're setting a GPS or you're giving your mind a puzzle to solve. 
And so even when you're not specifically thinking about how can I, your mind is still working in the background to figure out how you can. It's um, the, the greatest example of this that I, another story, <laughs> if you've been listening to past episodes, you've heard my story about the sabbatical road trip I took in August with Panther, the cat, the 19-year-old cat. That road trip with her came about because I knew I had to take some time off. I had to take a break, but how could I do it when I had this cat that needed sub-Q fluids twice a week? And how, how could I leave her with somebody it, it didn't, I wasn't getting answers because who was I going to leave her with? Did I even want to leave her for a month? She was, you know, she's very, she was very attached to me and was what was going to be the best thing. So then it became, okay, how can I do this trip with her? So first it was, how can I do it at all? Then when it became apparent that I was going to take her with me, how can I do it with her? And that helped define which, where I was going and how I was getting there. But it all came about from asking the question, how can I? Instead of going, well, I have this cat and I can't leave her with anyone, so I can't go. How can I do this? And it worked out fabulously. I mean, really, the trip of a lifetime for both of us because of the question, how can I? And number five, what will you start doing in the coming weeks? What is it that you would like to start doing? And be specific here because when we talk about becoming a person who, going back to the first thing of becoming, let's say you'd like to be a person who works out three times a week. So what you would start doing is working out three times a week. Let's be even more specific. What exactly will you do when you are working out those three times? Will you walk three times a week? Will you lift weights at the gym three times a week? Will you do a Pilates class once a week, walk once a week, and swim once a week? Get very specific about what you will start doing. Equally important is what will you stop doing? Stop procrastinating, stop snacking after 10 p.m., whatever it is, what will you start doing and what will you stop doing? Here, these are, so there you have it, five key points for consideration here on the last few days of 2022 as we prepare to start in 2023, which brings me to another point that the end of the year, beginning of the year is not the only time that you can make a transformation. You can do it at any point, at any moment. You don't have to wait until January 1st to start. If working out is something that you are going to start doing, you don't have to wait until the first of the year. You could start today, right now, put on some shoes, go out for a walk, whatever it is, start where you are and at the moment. You don't have to wait for a special day. You don't have to wait for Monday. You don't have to wait for the first of the year. Get started now and uh, get an extra foot forward. <laughs> I totally messed up that metaphor, but you know what I'm saying. Closing out 2022 and looking forward to an amazing 2023. Got some great things coming up for you. 
for the podcast for Fine is a Four-Letter Word, already recorded one episode and have three more scheduled for next week. Looking forward to bringing you some new, uh, some new format. If you listen to the episode with Steve, my friend Steve, we are going to have more of those. It's just been difficult to pin him down and get him to commit to getting into the studio, but we will definitely have more of those. If there is a topic or a guest you have that you think would be good for the show, let me know. Send me an email, lori at zenrabbit.com. Enjoy a safe and fun and joyous end of the year. See you in 2023. Take good care. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you would like to get a copy of the five easy ways to start living the sabbatical life, head over to zenrabbit.com and get your copy. It's there for free. Look forward to sharing that with you.